Welcome to the Your Bold Life podcast. I'm Val Selby. And for those of us women over 40, I take a stand that it's time for us to take our turn. Let's stop the cycle that we think we're the only ones going through tons of changes after 40. Instead, let's share stories and learn how we're all going through so much of the same crap. And I got some crap to share. So let's see where this goes. <laughs> For years, I have said that I'm an open book and I was using it as a positive reference. I'm totally fine having conversations about any topic. I really can't think of a topic that, that I'm not okay talking about. I mean, this from, you know, amroids, childbirth, menopause, obviously anything in menopause, let's talk about it. Grief, rape, orgasms. And this conversation pushed me right to the edge of my comfort zone, in particular that I'm thinking of, um, right to the very edge <laughs> of, of embarrassment. Uh, that's the only time I can think of a, a a conversation that was a little bit more difficult as far as sharing information. I have always considered myself an open book. I'm open to the conversation. If something is troubling you or you would you would like to share about it uh, or you would like my input, if I've had experience with something, I'm open to the conversation. So I've just always leaned into that phrase of being an open book. So a couple of weeks, a few weeks ago, I was in a group coaching call and I was listening to a friend in the group as she was talking and I started tearing up. You know, that uncontrollable, like you don't even know quite what's going on, <laughs> tearing up. So it's always easier for me to start having a realization of growth or something that's going on that I didn't even know was going on possibly when I'm listening to somebody else tell their story. And in that story, I'm picking up an aha moment, right? And that's where the tears were coming from. I'm listening to her story and I'm going, holy shit. I am, you know that Oh my God, I'm not going to say, you know, that feeling. Um, it, it was, it was just like that phrase. I felt it to my core. Like it zinged me. This conversation did. And I was going through it going, Oh my God, this is what I do. And listening to her talk more, which is why I love sharing stories because you never know which story is the one that you need to hear at that moment that's going to give you that eye-opening growth change. And I know that that's what I was having, right? So those tears welling up, just they absolutely let me know that here we go. There's going to be growth happening because I have no control over it. And it's that, it's, it's that release of, of not knowing that this was even happening. <laughs> and the, all of a sudden the, the, like the crash into me that, oh my gosh, this is happening. And now I can't ever unforget it. Right. 
once you realize something that's going on or something that you're doing, you can't unrealize it. So the tears were falling and they tears still piss me off. I don't like crying. I especially don't like crying in front of other people. It's something that I'm working on, but the fact that I have to work on it means that I still don't want to. I never had anybody tell me that I couldn't cry. You know, the whole big girls don't cry. Sure, there was the song growing up, but I didn't. I never had somebody tell me that I couldn't cry. But to me, it's always been a sign of weakness. For me, I don't have a problem when other people cry. It doesn't, I don't think of them as being weak for crying. However, I don't allow myself to cry. And it's gotten worse over the years instead of better. So I know it's something that I'm addressing, which is why I'm talking about it right now. Because the more I do talk about it, the more I start becoming okay with the crying, which is not my point today. But I know I'm not the only one that has that issue with crying and and feeling like it's a, a sign of weakness and And I don't even know where it came from. I'm not sure if it came from sports and hanging out with the guys all the time or so I felt like I couldn't. I don't know. It's just something that I deal with. So it's happening. I'm sitting in the group meeting. Tears are coming down. And they're, they're, you know, I'm not ugly crying. I'm not sobbing, but they're just rolling down my face. And... I realized that I am not an open book because I never paid attention to what an open book actually should be, right? I don't tend to share a lot of personal information unless I'm asked. So saying I'm an open book is a total contradiction. A book has words and a story is available for the reading. It's out there. It was put forth without being asked. You open the book, there's a story. Somebody volunteered their story. I am not an open book. If you ask me a question, I will share and share and share my experiences. And what's worked for me, not worked for me, any of that, or just my experience. We can talk about any topic, like I said, you know, no, no topic about myself is going to embarrass me if you ask. This is not an open book. I don't volunteer information about myself. And I damn sure do not share most of my intimate thoughts on my own. I'm getting much more open because of the podcast. Obviously that's bringing my stories and things out. 
but there's still a reservation because this is public and I don't necessarily go into intimate details of my life, of course, but I'm not going to like all of a sudden just uh, hit up one of my friends necessarily and just go in right into, and when I say friends, I guess I should say acquaintances, uh, friends, that's a different story. Acquaintances, I'm not usually going to hit up any of the acquaintances that are, are, are people that I have conversations with regularly. And I'm not going to reach out as often as I should and have a conversation about things that I might need to talk about. I don't volunteer the information. I am an ambivert, which means that I have both introvert and extrovert tendencies. Mostly it means the fact that I am a-okay being by myself, but I absolutely lose my mind if I can't have conversations with people every so often, but I do have to have the recharge time. So that makes me this weird limbo land in the middle of ambivert, right? And I know that part of me with that is I end up being more extrovert, introverted when it comes to working through things. Um, and, and I still don't even realize that I'm doing it. Unfortunately, I'm getting better, which is awesome, but I still don't really realize how much I'm holding in and not talking to somebody about it, which is sharing's one of my dammits. And I know that when I do share, then I can work through issues much more quickly. But I'm still a work in progress. And even though I've set up good boundaries over the years, I still have that, that bit of that burn that's happened by sharing things with people and then, you know, having them not treat me well. So I know that that taught me that I need to be really careful with who I volunteer my information with. And I'm still that way. Thankfully, the more I've opened up, the more I have found other women that aren't going to burn me, that I know aren't going to burn me. The more I do become an open book and I, I lay out there what's going on, the more good women that I'm finding, the more good people that are never going to burn me, are never going to laugh at whatever I had, are never going to share what I've told them, which was a big burn in the past, having, having people that were supposed to be really good friends share, the informa share information, big or small, with other people. That's hurtful, right? So I'm paying attention to the fact that I'm not an open book and I need to stop using that phrase. I don't volunteer information. It's not all just written out there. I keep my intimate thoughts pretty close, although I am getting better, like I said. So I'm not an open book and I'm okay with that. I'm going to be okay with that, but I'm gonna stop using the phrase. So I did wanna check in also about last week. I was talking about the fact that 
my word of the year is personal and I'm using it for personal connections, uh, working on my person. I am excited that I've got some new books that I'm going to be starting to read really soon. I just downloaded one today because I have a, a guest coming on and I wanted to dig into the book so that I can talk to her about it because it's definitely the topic that I love to share here um, on Your Bold Life. And I have been so much happier in the last week by severely limiting my Facebook. I felt so much better. I'm not on there. I'm not even twitching anymore. <laughs> I was on there so, so much that it was consuming me and it just was very unhealthy. So I'm glad that I set those boundaries in place for myself. And I am definitely going to take a look at what other boundaries I might need to pick back up again. Uh, I know that I have, I have not gone through my own boundaries course. I always like to go back through my workshops. That's why I run them live multiple times, a, a few times a year. I know for myself that I have let some boundaries be crossed and I have had, I've been angry because of that. And the, the really good thing is, is that I am more angry at myself when these boundaries get crossed now, because I know that I am the one that's in control of that. Okay, so just spur the moment, I was just looking at my calendar, and I am most definitely going to be running the boundary workshop again on February 16th. So you can go down below and sign up for that. I will include the link for the boundaries workshop. It's always good to go back in and just do a real quick check on your boundaries so that they don't get crossed in big ways. But I do know from talking to a lot of women that there right now is a lot, a lot of boundaries that are being crossed. Um, I know that a lot of women lately have been just accepting things when they don't need to be accepting things just because we're in this whole COVID thing and life is different. Life might be different, but you still deserve to be treated the way that you want to be treated. So. I will be talking more about that, but look for that link down below if you are looking to get your boundaries in order. Um, sign up for that workshop. That will be a live workshop. Um, so we'll have, we'll have Zoom meetings and we will go through discussing your boundaries and we can even get into specifics. Uh, we do uh, towards the end of the workshop we do get into specific conversations that you might have to have. Um, this is not just the light boundaries that I touch on in other workshops. This is full blown. Decide if there are some people that you might have to have conversations with or just cut out of your life um, in order to make yourself happy. So, wow, that turned into the boundary workshop. I did not know that I was gonna rerun that one, but obviously it's because I need the, 
conversations. And I need to go back through my own workbook and work on my own boundaries. So hopefully you will join me in that workshop. I would love to meet with you in the, the group in Zoom. But until then, thank you for joining me today. I look forward to continuing to guide you into creating your bold life because you deserve to live as your best self.